All right, I'll go here. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll go here. You go there. This is no, no here. Here? No here. No there. No there. No, yeah, no there. Oh, okay. You there. You, no there. You, okay, no there. Okay. Yes. All right, well, here we are. Here. Okay. No, here yes. Are. Very good, no. Very yes. good, no. All yes. right, cool. Okay. What's up? This is the Experts Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jake. We're experts who know everything, but we don't agree on any of it. So what's what's good, dude? This is our this is our boy uh, Know the Robot. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, welcome, Know. Thank you. Do people know your real name? I've said it on the okay. Videos. So yeah. it's 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 public now. Yeah, everyone knows my name is Chaz. Great, great. Yeah, Chaz. Chaz. Uh, so for I guess um, experts lore, uh, <laughs> Know the Robot was featured on a previous episode, uh, as was Chaz, the professional sleeper. And fun fact. That's right. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yes. Same guy. Same guy. Same guy. Yeah. Same, same, hair. <laughs> same beard. Same hair. That's yeah. probably all new hair now. Just Just like, probably new hair. Yeah. yeah. But I've been growing this one for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Well, that's I, good. Isn't that why we're here? To yeah. really get to know the to no know behind. To get to know no. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was told anyway. Yeah. No, it, it was because. No, that's it. Let's just point this out hey, for a second. The viewers. You got viewers. The viewers. We got viewers. You're stepping up your budget here. That's right. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Look at you. Us, it's going to be on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> Let's. Yeah, we'll chop it up. There you go. Put out bits. Yeah, that's what the that's what gets the views these days. It's the algorithm. People love seeing just idiots like us talk about great stuff. I mean, experts like right, us. That's right. Thank you. And Thank actually, you. Yes. that's a nice transition because you would know quite a bit about that because you've built yourself a nice little following. For our listeners, why don't you talk about the brand you've built for yourself? Yeah, I mean, it started with really just me doing animations uh, just to get my stuff out there. Nothing really, like, like specific. Like, I really just wanted to just get any sort of animations out there. And the thing that really popped off for me was just kind of doing... Funny, funny in the sense that, you know, the animation itself is not the focus. It's more like the content of like what's in the actual video. There was one that I did in 2021 or two uh, that was just kind of a joke animation of like a cow getting abducted in VR. And it was just a way for me to practice Unreal Engine. It was not supposed to be like a serious thing. But that was like on Instagram, the first thing that got me like a million views, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like in like two days or something like that. Something crazy. And then... Uh, the following year, so in 2023, I did a series of videos talking about like the wealth scale of, or like the, the scale of how much $8 billion is versus a million dollars versus how much money Elon Musk has. And like, how far could, if you stacked all of his money as single dollar bills, like how far could it go around the earth? So pretty like, you know, the, the general audience can understand that because it's people love money. That was yeah. kind of oh, the, yeah, the yeah. algorithm likes, you know, money, numbers, um, and then waiting until the end to find out how much, you know, how much money he has. Which, um, by the way, I think we can all agree it was something like a billion something times. It's too much. Yeah. And I think we can all agree that he worked a billion times harder he than did. any other yes. team. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, if he can be CEO of five companies, yeah. maybe it's not that hard to be a CEO. I'm, I'm just, just saying. It, Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, I made animations to talk about my yeah. feelings about it. But what it, I think's cool about but, those animations is that people really connected with them and it was because they you gave them sort of like a tangible thing 
to dream to. Sure. Instead yes. of just like a, a sort of a concept in which it was hard to put a picture to, yeah. now they can be like, okay, now I see how much I'm going to make one right. day in yes. quarters or in pennies. Yes. You and, know? and they're going to defend your right to be able to make that much money because maybe they will be a multi-trillionaire one day. It's the lottery like, effect. Just like, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it really is though. So uh, yeah, I was doing those animations last year and I did like like three or four of them. And uh, the animation itself was pretty basic in terms of like, you know, like movement and everything. I was using a lot of like stock animation assets to kind of tell the story. Um, and then, I mean, just really framing it in the sense of like, all right, you know, uh, I, I know my goal with this is to show like, you know, set up at the very beginning what this, uh, what is going to be shown in this animation and then play it out and try to get people to wait until the end. And, you know, just the, the act of doing that just became... You know, it, it just it really did well with the algorithm. Yeah. But so that was the thing that kind of gave me the confidence to be like, oh, I can use my animations to like, you know, uh, even if it's not the things that I intended to set out to do, it was still at least like an outlet for my creativity to like my following up <laughs> for a little bit of uh, a little bit of attention on the other thing. So like, you know, if the videos were seen, the, the ones on YouTube really popped off. It was like. I think one is almost at 30 million views, just the one. That so, is popping. Which is insane. Now, are 30 million That's people... Friend. That's our boy. Now, are 30 million people going to go watch the thing that I really want them to watch, which is, which is the project I'm working on? No, I, I absolutely know yeah. that. But maybe if 0.01% of them go look at my other stuff, that's what? 30,000 people that I didn't have before now looking at some stuff. So, totally. you know, it... it it allowed me to free myself of the like desire to get hundreds of likes and followers for this specific project. I'm like, I don't need to tie myself to that specific vision. And I can just post animations that I like. I don't have to really have a reason behind it. But if it translates to something else where I can, you know, make a living off of that or, you know, living off their support, then great. I'm not tied to it. But yeah, yeah that was, I mean, that was kind of, you know, where it's, really really kind of popped off last year but and in so much of what you do is about basically giving certain people perspective and you're exploring this vr thing right now with the yeah. vr project which is kind of your baby yeah um <laughs> so is is that playing a big role into how you're going about making it and uh is it basically like a part of the concept so to speak telling people a story with a new perspective with the the animations i'm working yeah yeah so the the vr project for those that aren't unfamiliar it's a project i'm working on uh with a friend of mine who works at pixar and it's a VR animated short, um, is what I'm titling it. Uh, it's called New Venice, but it's a black and white animation with no dialogue between two robot characters. And the idea was from a animation I did in college. That so there's a version of this that actually exists that is completely done. And now I'm basically translating that into VR. Um, and I've I've known I wanted to take the story and adapt it to a different medium at some point. But um, but having the uh, the ability to do it in VR I, and just exploring this new medium, I think is really cool. Um, so that's what like the long-term thing of what I'm working on, like, you know, once or twice a week, I will check in with that and, and make sure that is progressing. Um, the day-to-day -day stuff is more just, you know, maintaining an audience of people that are interested in things that I am doing so that when I come to them and I say, Hey, I'm working on this VR project, it's something that they're aware of and something that they're interested in. But that is, you know, 
the thing that's in the background the whole time is me working on this project. And it's going to take a few years. It won't be done for probably another two years, yeah. to be honest. That's, um, that's which totally, is, totally which is reasonable. Any type of animated project, by the way, I think like minim, minimum for a feature it's like what six years from start to finish. Yeah, it's it's a bit anywhere between like five and eight. Now it could be like yeah. a rush job. Like like I read Frozen from what they had developed like from two thousand eight two thousand nine. They essentially scrapped everything, started over, and went from script to screen in like two years. Now that's wow. unheard of. That is like yeah. you know that you have your story and everything set in like six months. You animate that in another six, and then you're you know, in, in post the rest of the time. But and that's with hundreds of people. That is, working. yeah, that is right. like the biggest animation <laughs> yeah. studio in the world doing this yeah. with the most talented artists. Right. Um, so that it, is pretty rare. Right. <laughs> but what's cool is, and as Zach explained, uh, or or rather know the robot explained. Zach is fine. Chaz. 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 Let's go with Chaz. Chaz is, is Zach Chaz. backwards almost. That's almost. The that's context. kind of the, that's exactly all it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of taking his an- basic 3D animation uh, approach and trying to like innovate it in the new VR space, which is blowing up and we'll start to see a, a lot more of that stuff probably in the yeah. next couple of years. So. Especially with the new Apple headset coming out. Like they're not the first to do it, but they're definitely like when Apple does something, everyone pays attention. So, oh yeah. You know. Have you heard of USB-C? It, you know, it's blowing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's that seen new, it everywhere. It's that hot new USB port that's on, yeah. it's going to be on every phone. It's like me. probably my favorite hole. I would, these days. I would say. <laughs> It's, yeah, up there. it's a sweet hole. It's up. It's the cowboy reverse cowboy of plugs. Yes, it yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah, you can go anyway. Yeah, but um, but yes, yeah, so I I think the VR space in the next couple of years will take off at least maybe not like financially. Like it, I don't see a shit ton of people going out to buy this headset and like you know really making this like as popular as the iPhone because it's so expensive. They're trying to make it like you know accessible to developers and really just find people that will work out the kinks and then by the time it does you know have a more public released version you know they've worked through all the stuff that they need to work through and it's more accessible and affordable but you'll have content ready for and it. that's and the that, idea yeah. is you know with trying to get ahead of that movement of you know okay the d- developers are getting the headset now and like you know we're still trying to figure out the language you know even apple right now is saying to their developers don't use the terms vr ar xr mr which is just conf- which i agree with honestly it, it is just confusing if you're you know the average say. person no no no. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> if you're trying to get into it as someone new to the space, you see all these acronyms and it's kind of gatekeeping in a way. If there's too many acronyms, you're like, what's the difference between AR, VR, MR? Nothing. Like it's it's all describing the same thing. So they're calling it spatial. So spatial computing is that that's the term for it. So what I'm doing is essentially what they would call spatial animation. So that's probably the term I'm going to use going forward is like, you know, it's animation in a medium that is spatial, that is around you. Now, whether that's mixed reality, augmented reality, pure virtual reality, it doesn't really matter because the medium is three-dimensional around you at that point. At least, you know, in a couple of years, it will be a little more accessible and, and understood. But that's that's the idea is to try to build that ahead of more people getting into this so that, you know, I can go pitch it to someone like Apple or this is really like, you know, (laughs) this is very wishful thinking, but I would love to pitch it to Apple or even Meta or Mm -hmm. some other company to be like, hey, this is what we have. Here's our, you know, here's our concept art. Here's our 
Kickstarter uh, and this, this is the amount of people that are interested. If I can carry over fans of my artwork to the new project um, and say there's interest in this thing, you know, let's let's make something cool. So that's right. that's the general direction of it. But like the first to walk on the moon, you are the first to <laughs> spatially walk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or actually just spatially create. One of the first, at least. Yeah, and I would uh, I would actually like to take a step out of the future. I guess we're in the present future. I can only guess, dude. <laughs> Are you going there, bro? <laughs> I'm going there. We are also with the man mm. who made Sare versus a star. Oh, no. <laughs> he is no stranger to one yes. million plus view <laughs> virality. Yeah. He is, this guy, I think, is probably <laughs> the first guy that Nick and I met at college. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who yeah. had something that was <laughs> yeah. successful. That was funny. Yeah. So, so for, to, to give some background, um, my friends and I in high school used to make videos and we would just, I, I just got really into like the editing side of it and Zop. I would get, I would have a camera. Yeah. My channel was called Zop Studios, um, which is the name of my company now. I just kind of carried it over. Um, but my friends and I were working on just different video things and it was skits it was music videos it was you know just we were just having fun with it but our spanish class offered an extra credit assignment for if you wanted to make a video describing the difference between uh two words it started out there were two words por and para which mean for like it, they both mean like for something or for this for that but they obviously had to have different meanings different contexts so we made a video describing the difference, but our spin on it was we did a rap song. You know, we posted it on YouTube just for us, really. It was it was really just to be able to show it in class. That was really the only reason we put it on YouTube. And we showed our teacher, we got extra credit, that was great. And then the next year, uh, they all had the same teacher. I was in a different class, but we were like, we should do it again, we should do another one, because that teacher was offering extra credit again for that same same kind of uh, assignment. So I, my, my friend and I wrote this like instrumental together, and then I finished it up. And that was kind of where I got into like writing music and, and producing stuff like that um, was I made the instrumental for the song. And then my friends came over, we recorded the song. A week later, we ended up like filming the whole music video just outside, like in the woods or whatever. And it was the same deal. We posted it on YouTube just for our teacher to see. And uh, that ended up like being a hit at our school. Like people knew about it from our school and uh, I got opportunities at the school to like film the talent fest videos, like skits that they were doing because they had seen this Spanish video. So that was that was as far as we were going to take it. Well, it turns out it's a really good teaching tool because it it describes the difference between these two words, Sarah and a star, which both mean to be. And the song is really catchy, so you can remember, uh -huh. you know, what each word means. Because if you know the song, you know the rules. Certified banger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it slowly gained traction, and to the point where when we graduated high school, it was at like ninety or a hundred thousand views, which to us wow. was, you know, yeah. that was that was, you know, we we're walking on sunshine with yeah. that. And now I've had people say to me like, "Hey, we saw your Spanish video." in my college level wow. Spanish class. So if we knew that it was going to be a teaching tool, right. we might have worked on it a little harder. <laughs> so we ended up doing a third one our senior year that was more, um, video-wise, I think I learned a lot from Sarah Star that I did on the third one. But audibly, it, we had some audio issues with that one. But 
that they just that like trilogy all put together that was like the thing that made me want to go to film school was just this like amalgamation of like videos that i did but now it has like a million views just because like every year you get a new influx of viewers mm. that were you know they're being taught by their spanish teacher and the teacher will put it on and the kids will go home and like study to that song and you'll see comments of people being like like oh I, my teacher showed this to me in class i can't believe i'm listening to it outside of class yeah. <laughs> it's i got an a yeah. thanks yeah so it also was a, i get it now <laughs> it was also like the way that i learned how to like receive negative feedback on the internet too because the nature of videos getting that big is there's going right. to be people that say hey that kid looks like the columbine shooter <laughs> <laughs> That's not I'm like, not, guys, that's not funny. Dude, that's, that's not, not funny. funny. They're not no, wrong. They're not wrong. Think. But yeah. still, <laughs> but you know, yeah. it was, that was the breeding ground of like, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's get all the negative comments and like get that out of the way for me at least. So now I get negative comments and I've, I'm familiar with that, <laughs> so, yeah, right. which has helped, but you're like immune to it. You're, you're, it, it's, it still hurts. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just like when someone calls you a curly haired fuck. Oh, who would do that? Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't know. What are you t- <laughs> okay. T- we'll table that because yeah, I have no idea what you're saying, dude. We have to break that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Nobody, yeah, nobody called me a curly-haired fuck behind the scenes. And- I hope not. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be terrible, right? <laughs> I hope no one would ever say that to you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Curly headed fuck. Anyway, but dude, let's let's actually take it from there because this is interesting. So this is like now we're kind of like at late high school, right? Yeah. So we get to college. Mm-hmm. This is where where you and I met. We actually, I don't know if you if I was yours, but you were my first ever like desk mate yeah. in college. So <laughs> yep. com- computer, it was it was web development web with. Development. Uh, I, can, I, I couldn't even tell you. Funny story. I got in trouble in that class because I let somebody else look at my homework assignment. I did all the work. I did all the work and I was like, that's right. And I was like, about that. yeah, here's my homework teach. And then someone was like, Hey, do you mind if I, do you mind if I like look at that? And then, uh, I was like, yeah, I don't care. And I hadn't made one single error. So mm. the, the, the professor noticed the same exact little error in mine and somebody else's. And, and, and I had to go speak with her privately in her office. And I was like, yeah, I did. I, I I let someone look at it, but I did the work. Like, I'll do it again to prove that I understand this. But yeah, I, and then she's like, "Fine, don't do it again." But get out of here. That was kind wow. of my yeah. But it was That's like crazy. she's like, technically, this is like illegal. Yeah, I was gonna say. You do, do you think you'd be in prison if not for that? <laughs> yes. Dude, if Teach was cool, like if she was, if she was Teach, you know, but she was she was professor or whatever. But if she was Teach, she, she would have locked. She kind of was Teach because she was pretty much just like, yeah, like you can't do this stuff, dude. I'm gonna let you go, but like, just know there's gonna be a warning kind That's of thing. Interesting. Like, all right, all right. Um, I uh, won't. I won't do my homework and also help others. <laughs> no, I'll were, just do my homework. You were definitely the first like person that I met at college. That, but yes, yeah. So Zach and I sat next to each other in college. First, first class. So first person I yeah. met in that class, we sat next to each other, and we started to like you know chat and realize oh we were the same major, cinema yeah. production, and I actively remember a week or two in after class. You invited me to your uh, dorm room to yeah. show me some 
animation you've been working on, right? So you had, yeah, it was like in that. Blender. So at this point you had oh, wow. been doing animations Blender. in yeah. college or sorry, in high school, but like it bled into college a little bit. I mean, maybe now you would look at it and be like, yeah. but at the <laughs> time I was like, this is amazing. Sure. And I was like, a part of me for a moment was like, am I like behind? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, does everyone know how to do this? I, I, I feel so behind. And then, you know, so for a while, I'm like, I should quit. I oh, should quit no. school. Oh, yeah. No like, way. this dude is so good. And it wasn't, it wasn't long until I realized, like, oh, that's funny. Oh, dude, nobody does this. Like, Zach is the yeah. guy. <laughs> you met the me. guy in college. Dude, juniors and seniors were, yeah, I met, I met Jake. That's <laughs> and he was like, he was yeah. like oh, okay, I'm good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he was TVR. Yeah. Like, nobody in TVR did anything. No, so we that were was a no. different we all major. Yeah. But, but dude, like, seniors were doing their thesis films. Which, when you were yeah. a freshman, like, dude, that was like, oh, uh, yeah. Thesis film, like you oh my want gosh, my help. Yeah. But um, yeah, they were they were asking Zach to like help animate their films, and then I was like, all right, dude, no, like thank God, I, yeah. I'm not alone here in <laughs> in the fact that like I don't know how to do this. But yeah, I was impressed with you back then. Thanks, dude. freshman year, man. <laughs> yeah, that. he was super super nice, but also super intimidating. But <laughs> I didn't realize nice I was that too. In, I didn't realize I was that intimidating. <laughs> no, you were It's You're, like. <laughs> You, you, God, I hope so. you, you weren't, you weren't intimidating at all. You were very, Good. very friendly. But, but like, his easy mad to talk skills were. No, his, uh, sure. his portfolio was intimidating. Sure. That dude. was a solid portfolio. Dude, he would just carry that thing under his arm like a skateboard, yeah. his portfolio, yeah. <laughs> which I guess was just his laptop. Yeah. yeah. yeah check this out. Yeah. But then you discovered the, the person underneath that Oh my portfolio. God. Yeah. That took a minute. Oh, well, I remember in college, like I didn't. Like you, you just were so good at making friends too that like you would just have like like six friends a week. <laughs> you were just like I met this guy. We gotta go over. Just like I just pockets. Yeah, like, I do all this yeah. stuff. Test I was, him out. Yeah, I just remember like my freshman year. I was that first semester. I really didn't like socialize too much with people. Like if I did, it was like in part of a class or something or. Like, I, I just remember that being more solitary than nothing else. So, like, and my roommate in college was never there. Like, he was part of the theater program, and he was just, like, at the theater tech program. So he would spend nights in the theater department just, like, working overnight on this stuff. So I never saw him. So it felt like I was living in a single, and I was just not good at making friends at that point, but... Um, but like, so I you would built them in Blender. I did. Yes. You built your own friends. Yeah. But that, I mean, to, you know, that's, that's what I like started to focus on was, uh, building friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a group of friends you built. Yeah. Uh, because eventually, uh, Nick befriended Zach and there was a whole yeah. group of you guys who sort of befriended each other. Some and of you may already have heard of Grant. Yeah. Okay. He, was, yeah. he was in that squad. Yeah. Going yes. back, uh, Nick. Nick may have been good at making friends early on, but yes. we were not quick friends, him and I. Yeah. Listen Somebody to was a curly-headed fuck. Two episodes ago, if you're curious about this story, <laughs> listen two episodes ago. I've, it's called Experts Origins. Yeah, not uh, on video, sorry. It's not on video, so you have to use your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> it, you you were sort of that that person who, who was kind of the, you know, you were the expert at the time. He was the expert. But now I'm sharing the knowledge, man. Yeah. You guys yeah. are all... You yeah. guys have grown your wings and you're so good. <laughs> you guys are first. so good at it now. Yeah, no, you're, the, you're the heartbringer. You bring everyone, the ma the matchmaker. But yeah, so I mean, I met you through that group too. Like mm -hmm. just from 
like through Grant and, and Tyler and all them. Yeah. Um, that's how I met you. And I mean, I think it was the 48 hour film fest that we did where we really like that's discovered right. that we mm. were like pretty much the same person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you grow up in upstate New York, there's, there's a couple paths you can go down. It's nerdy film kid yeah. who does a lot of internet stuff. Yeah. Skateboarder. Or, uh, you know, jock of some sort. Yeah, and, uh, the, the cross player. Yeah, we Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Max is cool. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the deal is with lacrosse being yeah. so big in like just New York. It really is. Right. It's so weird. It, it it's, was, kind, it's like a preppy sport that like dies after, honestly, after high school. You don't even see it in college. Yeah, well, I have a few cousins that played like college lacrosse and they were very good at it. And it's it's a huge uh, What culture. were their names? I'm not saying. You don't remember. That's why. You don't know their names. I have so many cousins. Uh, yeah, no. they, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, and it doesn't really have transferable skills like no, American right. football does. I mean, let's be real. That's, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Dude, you know, a CTE. It tells you, it tells you, yeah, it tells you to do ba-da, a little bit of work. Ba-da-da. Is that the song? Yeah. yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, <laughs> American football. Yeah, but yeah, so so we met through that like forty eight hour film fest that we did, where it was just, I think, uh, in hindsight, we took that so seriously, and it was like, it was it the seven of us? It was like like you, me, Grant, Tyler, Matt. You and Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it was the Bergman seven of was us. there too, I think. Oh, yeah. Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah Andrew yeah. too. Um, so the eight of us were working. We got the prompts and we were like, all right, we got to gotta get all this stuff together. And we had Taj on standby to help act in the film. He was great. He was, he killed it. They gave me 30 days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the, and you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Then me. So you were like, in it. I was like, yeah, I'll yeah. act, whatever. Great. Oh, um, we were, we were just talking about this before the camera roll, rolled. Uh, we were, we were going over all of our projects we did in college and Zach was like, I didn't really act in any of them. But you did. You yeah, were the I, original. I was, you were the star. Was, yeah, it was the, the first one. one. Yeah. Um, but the one yeah, that brought us all together. Yeah, that. It was the, the most one, important. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was so cold. It was like in the middle of February and I was in a t-shirt they're like, no, it was raining. Gotta, it was, yeah, it was, it was rain, yeah. miserable weather. And they're like, no, he's got to be in a white shirt only. It's like, cool. Zach, I feel like all of the live action projects you participated in, maybe except for Art of Adjustment, but yeah. like, we, you, you were just driven to miserable levels on all of them. <laughs> yeah. Nah. <laughs> no. They became amazing. Don't get me wrong, but Listen, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like doing animation for a reason <laughs> because I didn't have to. I could sit at my computer and do everything. Yeah. But um, but yes, yeah, so, so we did that, and we submitted it, and we were all so proud of it. And then we realized that we were the only people to submit to this festival, so we were the <laughs> de facto we, winners. Oh, dude, we crushed, we crushed it. it. I still have that camera bag. That do you was really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I, so I think I do too. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We, we won the prize. We did it. We were first place at the 48 hour film festival yeah. for Ithaca College yeah. in 2011. Yeah. 11? Uh, it would have been 12, 12 spring. Yeah. 12. yeah. Well, uh, we did it. No one can take that away from us. And no also, one tried. No one tried. <laughs> <laughs> no one tried to take that away from us. Yeah. Was, and you know was, what? We left by default with bags, gear, like film gear. Yeah. But we also left as boys. Yeah. We did. As we as did. Men. We yeah. really did. Look at you guys. Yeah. It's because of that project, kind of. Because <laughs> of that project, kind of, you guys are sitting on the same couch exactly. right now. It's very true. 12 years later. Very but true. Yeah. So then from there, I think we just like started helping on each other's projects. I mean, you two linked up to do uh, It Factor. Yes. And that was your like, it was you two and Chris. 
Oh, yeah. it, was you. it was really you so and Chris. It was it was for my class, right? Uh, and then Chris Trigg, shout out to Chris Trigg. Chris Trigg. Chris, what a boy, Chris. dude. Chris, uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris tagged along to produce it yeah. for the class as well. And then Jake and I co-wrote it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, creatively, it was like all of our projects. Oh, we were all working on that. I got I got the grade for it. Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, <laughs> And I got the fun. But yeah, yeah Jake, like, it was a blast because I was just skateboard I would, I would yeah, literally like right. i would skateboard over to jake's apartment on friday nights and like we would just like sit on the balcony and just write it it was a blast yeah, and then so fun yeah it was a good time and then yeah yeah and then and zach was uh on board actually zach did some so that was kind of the first There's time a, we collaborated yeah. because zach did some animating it, it wasn't nothing 3d just kind of like some cool like after yeah, effects stuff. motion graphic stuff motion graphic stuff uh, for the project, but it like total game changer. It like really made fun. it stand out. I, I did say. do like at least first passes of the edits for the music scenes. I mm. remember that. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, and then I I did like one instrumental for like the pop version of Zach uh, wrote one of the. There's like three prominent songs in it, and Zach wrote one of them. Yeah, yeah that was the, yeah. the the instrumental was exactly was for me. Um, that was sick. But that I mean that's talking about Trustin too. Um, oh right, that's how we looked up, but. From that, yeah, and then from there it was hack jobs. I think we just jumped basically right into that. Um, yes, but which, by the way, you did three D model for hack jobs. The camera, a single little uh, security camera, you three D oh, well, modeled it yeah, for in hack jobs. jobs. Yeah, 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 threw yeah. that on the ceiling. There, Tiny were, little... there were a few things that I. What else did you? Uh... There was um. So the hack jobs was a movie that I did uh, my sophomore year. Or it's a heist movie. That was uh, these three guys. It was these two and our friend Dan. And uh, the three of them the were bully. these... The bully. Uh, the three of them were like, you know, like the tech nerd kids, but they'd get roped into this heist where they'd have to be like the tech team. And I, I still think the title Hack Jobs is just a perfect title for that. <laughs> of like, yeah. That's who they are to their core is they just don't care about anything, but they got roped in and they're in this intense situation where they're in the middle of this diamond heist. Um, so I wrote and directed that and um, that the experience of shooting that really like drove me to my limit of being able to like be on set and coordinate that and everything. But I did do some VFX for it. There's a scene where someone gets hit with a dart in the neck um, and falls That's down. Right. We That's didn't right. have a dart. So I just 3D models. I like, just stunt people. Yeah, either. I was like, I'll just 3D model it. Yeah, we had yeah. Brando. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Shout out to Brando. Yeah. He Legend. performed this stunt on location for us, and he was like, "Here's Dan. This is how you have to do it." And we were like, "Okay." And he's like, "All right, just pretend like like you know, here's where I'm just gonna run through it, and and this is what uh, Dan you should do." And Brando does the most perfect stunt fall i have ever seen where i yell bang as to mimic him getting shot and the kid just drops like um, i thought he got hurt but he did the most perfect stunt fall and none of us were recording this <laughs> i feel so bad because he committed and he, <laughs> he knows hit. it he knows his stuff and he oh my gosh i don't know so great. i don't know if he's trained you know some people like I remember there's this guy, Hugo. Remember Hugo? Yeah, Hugo. Hugo told me that he's from uh, Brazil, Brazil yeah. so he speaks uh, Portuguese. Uh, grew up speaking Portuguese, but he spoke pretty pretty good English, and he told me that he learned English by watching movies. I wonder right. if Brando just learned stunts from watching movies. Absolutely. Like, no yeah. drag, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and he absolutely. just does that. Like, he knows how to do them perfectly. Yeah. Just because yeah. he watched them. So yeah. like, yeah, I watched yeah. Avengers. Yeah, yeah, check this out. <laughs> just but yeah, but Brando, so. but he did that. 
And then he got up and he was like, all right, Dan, just do that. <laughs> I mean, to Dan's credit, he committed and he yeah. rolled and he rolled into yeah. it. Um, but didn't you use the take of Brando? Or no, it was, of, it was of Dan. It was of Dan. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, nice job, but, Dan. But yeah, I mean, Brando was just like, here, just do this. And we were like, okay, yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> yeah. But yes, yeah, so I, I did the 3D model of the dart on his neck. And then the security cam. I feel like there were like a few other things I did. I mean, I did a lot of like like compositing VFX in that. Um, that was just kind of my whole thing. But um but yeah, and then that was the movie that made me be like, you know what, I think I'm going to do animation. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think um, if anything, all of us at one point in college collectively decided that production is to some degree a form of hell. Um, yeah, I think we yeah. all went through that uh, collectively, which is why uh, we're all interested in either post-production or pre-production. Yeah. A little fun story for people who uh, are interested in making movies production and movie sets even at the student level which you know is bound to be a nightmare because nobody yeah. knows what they're doing and it's what it's for but even beyond that even at a professional level not very fun right yeah <laughs> like actually uh zach and i have uh, a similar professional first which was in the summer between uh sophomore and junior of college we yeah. worked a few weeks uh, on actually different units yeah. I was on first unit. I'm just going to throw that yeah. out there. Zach I was, was on second. I was there second for unit. one day. Okay, you were on for one but day. I, I, I counted. It's on my IMDb. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I was on there for a couple weeks. Uh, we worked on <laughs> on set of uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the Andrew Garfield, Mark Webb version. Yeah. Uh, and th- honestly, like, we go, we finally get, like, this gig on, like, basically, like, the biggest movie in the world being shot. And, like, you get there and it's like, rainbows and sunshine it's like everything you would think of uh like being on a movie set would be for five and then you're and then you're just like standing in the sun sweating for 15 more hours and you're just miserable dude and i yeah i did that for weeks and then i moved to la and essentially did that for a year and a half and i had some great experiences don't get me wrong but also uh, I was depressed you. and my knees broke. So there's <laughs> that, right. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. No yeah. social life. Like I was waking up at 5 a.m. getting home at 9 p.m. And then that's not even enough time to sleep, let alone like brush your teeth or like read a book or something. Like yeah. you, I couldn't do anything, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that being on set is just like, uh, it's a, it's a, an exercise in patience, especially if you're in a department that comes in, does a job, and then leaves so that other departments can come in. Like, you know, the the cinematographer, the director, the actors can come in and, like, block out stuff. But even then, like, if you're not, like, in that core leadership team, you are just sitting around waiting for your team. Yeah. It's like it's like hurry up and wait is the mindset of a lot of productions on set. And I, wanna, um, I just want to put, put it out there that it, there, it is for some people. Some people love that life. Yeah. And oh, like, if totally. that's for you, eat it up, go for it. For real. Yeah. Just like, enjoy it. Because I know a lot of people who work on crew who really I'm just great. genuinely love doing it, love the, mm-hmm. the atmosphere, love the vibe. And like, they really have that energy and that drive. So like, yeah, yeah. they wake up and they go, oh boy, we're making movies today. Yeah. And then they wake up at, you know, they, they go on set for 15 hours. They drive one hour each way and they come back and they go to sleep thinking, oh boy, I'm making 
making a movie tomorrow. Yeah. That's like that's just a great life. And honestly, surface level from what you just said, this sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah it, does. it really does sound pretty good. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. But so you worked on you worked on the Amazing Spider-Man for a day. I was so, on there for a day. <laughs> so are you going to create a video essay about the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man? About me taking oh. down the Amazing Spider-Man. No, I'll tell you the the story of me working on that set for a day. It was the like the very opening scene in the movie where Paul Giamatti's character is driving this gigantic like semi truck yeah. through cop cars. It's like the first stunt in the movie where you see him plow through these cop cars. I'm somewhere in that scene standing like behind like a door or whatever. But I was on set for one day because I was working at the same time. I was doing VFX for another student film and uh, I was working on the VFX until I left to go work on this movie for like a week. I think we were going to go up there for like uh, at least a couple days. Uh, it was Grant and I. And we uh, right. we drove up there. And I was on set for a day and, you know, when you get on set super early in the morning, you check in, uh, we were PAs, just like set production assistants. And our job was to lock down locations so that no one could walk through. And uh, it's a very basic job. They need, you know, they need people to do that, though. So I just have no attention span on the, I get on this set and it's my first big movie set. I'm like, oh, wow, all these lights and crew workers and I get to work here. Kind of like what you described. Yeah. And like, I, I was so caught up in that that I forgot that I was doing a job. <laughs> so <laughs> I was on the walkie and I was, I was there as a student. I was, you know, 20 years old and I was like, I'm going to like, check in with other departments on different stations to oh, see no. like, you know, what the, you know, I just, I'm curious. I want to know like what the chatter on different departments sound like. So, you know, I, I think it was like after lunch or something, I was standing in my location, you know, just making sure that no one walked through, but I'm flipping through the channels on the walkie just to make sure that, you know, <laughs> just to see what's as up. you do. And, uh, well, as you don't do, I'm guessing as you don't but... do. Yeah. Well, I, I flip back to the, the channel that I'm supposed to be on and I hear someone like the key PA screaming, does anyone have eyes on Zach? Where is Zach? Who does anyone see Zach? I was like, oh no. So I like- I, I bet your heart dropped. Oh my God, I was so scared. Well, I think I faked my walkie being dead. Like I didn't want to fess up Whoa. that I had been dicking around and just yeah, flipping yeah. through different channels. So I was like, I pointed at someone like walkie dead, like like motioning to them, like like it's dead or whatever. Oh my God. And uh, I, was, I was mortified. I was so scared that they were gonna like just kick me off right there and then, but I, yeah, I, I quickly learned that uh, I was not supposed to be on a film set in a in a very high stakes setting. But yeah, I did yeah. get to see someone from like props or something was standing next to me, like in between takes, and they showed another person. They were like, "Dude, check this out!" And they pull out of their pocket one of the eye pieces on Spider-Man's mask, which at this point hadn't been publicly like. I think they put out one promotional image. And uh, I remember we were shooting hack jobs and that came out and I was showing everybody on set. I was like, guys, it's like Paul's are doing, look at this Spider-Man costume. It's the best. It looks so good. Which I, I was a it. foot away from that eye. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was so I excited to see that. Yeah, which by the <laughs> way, awesome. that is still, I retain the best Spider-Man on screen costume of all time. That's the Amazing okay. Spider-Man 2 suit. That's my objective opinion. Dude, I got, I honestly, so after this pod, I got it on Blu-ray. Let's like pop that scene in. Oh my in. gosh, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, so, awesome. so that was my experience of yeah. uh, realizing that, you know what? I think I'm going to not be on set and I think I'm going to do animation because that's yeah. a lot yeah. less stakes. Well, so that segues us to, this is like the end of sophomore year. We go into junior year. Let's like clump junior and senior year because yeah. we're getting to to the time where we have have to start making our uh, thesis films. 
Jake and I yeah. did uh, a musical about a chiropractor who goes to prison for malpractice, which was a fun little project that it's, took a year and a half to make. Hilarious! It's so um, funny. But Zach, on the other hand, <laughs> I think the origin of something yes. happened around or as a direct uh, product of your thesis, though. Yes. You want to dive into that? Yeah, an excellent segue. So the reason my artist name is Know the Robot is because of a character that I came up with for my own thesis film, which was a animation about artists in a jukebox that are personified as characters that live on a street. And it was about this new DJ robot coming in named No. And uh, this character comes in and realizes that he's on the very, like, the second to last house on this block. And he realizes pretty soon on that he doesn't like anyone in the jukebox. But he sees there is this other artist that has been there for 50 years. His name is Costello. And uh, he was supposed to be, like, the old jukebox artist from, like, the 50s. Um, so he's been there. He's seen it all. So the, the animation becomes this, like, this meeting of new music and old music and, you know, the the thesis at the end of it is to say like you know it doesn't matter what kind of music you like it's just whatever you enjoy is is you know there's no such thing as good or bad music it, it's just you know it's just all music and you can like what you can like um, it's fantastic thank you it's so a that, fantastic so that little was, short that film. was the the animation i was working on but this character i designed know the robot was inspired by really it was inspired by dead mouse yeah. uh the dj yeah, yeah, that's but right that's not right. with his head with the mouse head on uh, I used to watch his live streams back before, like, Twitch was a thing. He would just have his own, like, live platforms um, where he would stream himself making music. I think and the website was literally live stream. It was something, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, like, it was uh, I forget what it was, but, yeah. um, but he used to, like, wear a hat that said something sarcastic on it. And he would sit at his computer and just make this electronic music. And, and that's kind of like how I discovered, you know, that I like electronic music at all. Seeing that process of him being really like sarcastic and like aggressive towards like, like, like creative decisions that he would make. But I liked that image of just like a DJ that just hates being a DJ. Um, so when I, I just drew out this like robot character, I had done an animation before that had a robot in it. So I was like, I like robots. I liked Bionicle growing up. So that was my like robot. Uh, that was my interest in robots came from that. So I, I made this robot character. And when I drew him initially, I wanted something sarcastic to put on his hat. So I just wrote the word no. Because I was like, that's that seems it was just this. It was legitimately the the hat that I have on now. Is I just wrote the word no on, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. So I ended up naming him No. And there's this like bit in the animation that's like a back and forth, like a who's on first kind of thing. So that was the origin of that character. Now that character sat in that animation forever, and I I just didn't do anything with just, it. Just waiting to be grabbed. Just waiting. And yes. by the way, I auditioned for a role as a supporting character in that film. And you know what he said to me? No, 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 <laughs> no. Not you, dude. Yeah, I, I, I was doing some like live action mocap ish, not mocap, but just like reference footage um, with that. And I, I went in a certain direction, and then I was like, nah, I, I, I just like changed directions halfway through. So you'll get your, you'll get your due one day. No, it's all good. In a project, yeah, I, sure. I, I appreciate the chance. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I made this animation and I let it sit for years, and then I started making music back uh, I mean I, I was always kind of making music in the background but I wanted to make more music in like 2018 2019 and uh, 
I decided, I was like, what if I took this character from my animation and used it as my, like my persona? Cause you know, I didn't really like being on camera and like, you know, filming myself always felt awkward. Even when I was recording videos with my friends, it was always just like, I'm going to record my friends doing this and they're going to be the on screen. And I'm much better at being behind the camera and, and framing it up and editing. But I never was comfortable on camera in that way. So I was like, well, I can do animations and that can be, this character could be the stand in for me. And that just became, you know, my avatar in that sense. Um, so it kind of in the sense of like gorillas is like this like virtual band kind of thing. Um, and then during the pandemic, I started to put out like one new song a month. That was like my, my goal. And just at the beginning of 2020, it wasn't even like, uh, you know, oh, I didn't, obviously no one knew the pandemic was coming. So I was like, okay, 2020, I'm just going to do a song a month. See if I can do that. Yeah, just sure. Release one. Not knowing 2020 would become what it is. But <laughs> I started to get more into like combining the art side with the music side mm -hmm. and like putting more like, you know, maybe not music videos, like fully animated music videos, but like animated content with this character playing this music. And then I basically did that the whole year. I put out an EP at the beginning of the following year, just kind of took the six best songs, put them on an album. And that was cool. And I, I still would like to make more music in the future. But uh, I also realized, you know, I had a lot of fun just doing the 3D art in that sense. And and I decided, well, I can just make a separate account like on Instagram or, or whatever, um, just for 3D art. So I don't have to worry about combining it with music. I can just make 3D art. So I called the page Know the Robot just as my like like artist name um, in that sense. And like I so saw, it really didn't start as like, you know, the avatar being the person posting. It, it was really just, I was posting anything. Like I did um, like an animation of the Mars rover. Uh, I did another mm -hmm. one um, of just like, like Spider-Man animation. So I, I wasn't planning on having the virtual avatar carry over to be like the artist now making the art that just kind of like, you know, that kind of happened naturally. Um, but that, ex you know, that just the beginning of that, like that, that my Instagram account really, uh, which turned into my TikTok account too. Um, I found on TikTok, what worked well was having my avatar. No, I started calling them from no, I added the robot cause it was just, it made more sense to people to be like, no, the robot. And then, so on TikTok, what did really well was me showcasing the avatar and then talking over it like a, uh, like, yeah, like any TikTok would. You know, These that. are three tips for any way to animate a uh, short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in the <laughs> yeah, but even just like, yeah. you know, you could take audio that was popular, like just someone saying anything, yeah. and then you could lip sync it. And that's kind of the, the language of TikTok. So I did that with my animated character. I didn't, you know, look too far to see if anyone was doing that. I just started doing it. Um, and I had a few ones do really well from that. So I said, oh, okay. So the, the ones that are working are the ones where this character is the one that's like posting like in his in his room or something so that was i mean that's that's kind of you know we can fast forward to now where it's it became my avatar and my the stand-in for me being a vtuber yeah, so to speak and exactly then i didn't really have a name for it at that point but and i i kind of had the idea of doing that like kind of well before i i'd heard of what a vtuber was but yeah. like you know just just it was on the periphery of always wanting to do something with this character i had initially like done some motion capture demos and, and uh just experimenting with that with a connect uh i, I got this connect off of ebay and i was doing some mocap stuff in like 2017 but that's when i discovered vr too is that an xbox thing an xbox yep. yeah, yeah xbox yeah. camera yeah 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 so i i took one of those that was like modified to work with your computer 
And uh, I was able to figure out how to do motion capture with it. Very jank, like nothing that you could really like print and and call good animation. But um, yeah, so I mean, it was just a kind of like throwing different things together that ended up turning into what it is now, which was just my own artist's page. Boom! Face reveal. Face reveal. Yeah. Video essays. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Animated. Uh, what did we call it again? It was, uh, what was the uh, Apple term for it? Uh, spatial oh, animation. Oh, right. yeah. Well, I'm curious about uh, Jake's first point. What motivated you to do like an epic face reveal? And, and, and I hope that it's just because you wanted the world to see your luscious locks. Yeah, that which, was it. Which uh, <laughs> Zach has, had not had in college. This no, is, no, this is no. the past couple this years. Is as long as it's ever been. Zach's, Zach is not just cool with the tech as he was in college. He's cool with the hair now. <laughs> Thank oh, God. Yeah, he's got it the was beard, dude. Yeah. He was always cool with the tech and the personality, yeah. but now he's cool with now the hair. Now he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah he, oh, man. He, he's gorgeous. Yeah, so the, the face reveal, funny enough, it was around the time that that one streamer did a face reveal. Uh, his name is Dream. Yeah. Oh, you know this. And um, yeah. so it's this, for those that don't know, there's this this streamer that was faceless for the longest time, but he had this mask on that was like kind of a happy face mask. And he would do, video, I think it was video game streams. and he would, Minecraft. He would, yeah, yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, so he would, he had these streams and he got really, really big to the point where like any sort of face reveal from him was going to have a reaction one way or the other. It was yeah. either going to be like, oh my God, like... He's hot. Yeah, I mean, it was like, it's... But like, it or, was kind of, oh my God, he's fat and disgusting. Yeah. Like, so like, knows? at that point, I was like, I, I saw that happen, his face reveal, and I saw like the backlash to it. And I, I, I was kind of like, I don't want... Like, if I ever choose to reveal my face like that, I would rather have it done way earlier so yeah. that I, that doesn't happen. And also, like the the face reveal wasn't to me wasn't really a big deal because I show like I've, I'm on the internet somewhere. Like it's it's not like, like you right. can find me. Yeah. Um, but the forty eight hour film. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and if you didn't know that, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, find look it. for it. You know. Vimeo, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. What's so, like, what did we call that? Uh, what, oh my God! Whoa, Savior, Savior, Savior! Yes. Yeah, you'll find it. Um, but yeah, so like I saw that like backlash with his face reveal, and I it gave me the thought of like, well, if I'm ever gonna do a face reveal, I should do it before it's a big deal, yes, and like right. kind of get ahead of that. So I'd been making these animations with my character. Um, I gave him a narrative of like he was in space, uh, at, like in his like working office in space, and he had this like AI on board. To that he could like talk to. It's kind of my way of doing like not like Seinfeld, but like a very just like low stakes animation where it's just a dialogue back and forth between two characters. And I was doing some motion capture stuff. I did it, the first one was like keyframe animation. So I had this like series that I was doing, uh, just kind of like episodes. It was just for just for um, for social, like just uh, vertical videos and everything. Because I started my own animation company, Zop Studios. Um, I wanted to just start practicing, like you know, what could animation look like from a modern animation studio so i did animations for social so i had this series already and i was like you know what i'll just throw in like a face reveal i learned how to do like 3d scanning um so i had uh, my partner scan my head <laughs> i just sat in my chair mm, yeah. and i just went around after she did that i went in and took that scan and put it on top of the robot and it just looked hysterical uh, it kind of looks badass it, it was so jank because yeah. i had to hide it too because um in the show the, the way that i did the face reveal was in the sketch 
the character know the robot is printing a head and that's so is so the, the ai on board is like i don't think you can call it face reveal if you're 3d printing a head like a face for it and uh, so we have this back and forth so like the lore is that i am wearing a head and then underneath this 3d printed head is the robot so like that's that's the nice. like, a way to get around it i would just like to brag for a second to the I, how many followers did you have when that Ooh, uh on Instagram, it was like the 2,500. And then on TikTok, it was like 73,000 just from other videos to so be done. I just want to brag to the 73,000 people at the time. We knew you idiots. Yeah. We knew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not idiots, dude. But we knew. Uh, it, you know, Thanks, I just dude. want to brag. Thanks, I, so, but we. We're very proud of our boy, but yeah, we're, we're very proud of you, our boy, for all the things you've achieved, all the things that you continue to achieve, and all the things that you will do. I think Nick and I can yeah. agree on that. Absolutely. All wow. the way from uh, not cheating in web development to now, like, dude, you've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. Jake, do you have any other questions? I, I have one uh, to wrap it up with, but if you yeah. have any others. Enough about me. Um, I have one, but is it is it a case where we can only ask one question? I'll tell you what, ask it at the we same can only, time. No, no, we can only ask one question each. <laughs> Jake, you go first. Are All you right. sure it's not like just a one or the other type situation? I think we can. I think we have room Rapid for fire. both. Okay. Fire it okay. Who do you like more, Nick or myself? Oh, <laughs> snap. Pepper. That's my answer. Yeah, that's like a good answer. <laughs> well, but what about Pocket? You know, Pocket Pocket's is, the other cat. Pocket's great. He's chill. Whichever if you're watching just, the video, he's like right there. Whichever the one knocked center. the camera over, that's my new favorite. Oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> All right. So what would you say you're most looking forward to in the in the realm of, and not including the animation you're working on? Sure. That's obvious. In the in the in the future of spatial animation or like social media content production or like your life in general, like yeah. what are you most excited about oh, coming man. out? I'd love to get to a point where I can just do these animations and and that would be my job, like like full time. I'm I'm slowly approaching a point where I can you know I can say that that is the case. But I would love to have a very healthy balance of making animations as my job, but also being able to step away and like go travel and like, you know, spend time away from the computer. Yeah. And you know, yeah. my, my whole thing is that I am doing virtual reality because I don't agree with the direction that it's going. I think a lot of metaverse first mindsets about VR is the wrong way to approach this new tech, especially because it's so influential on like, you know, what you know what we're what we're influencing new generations on with this technology um it has the potential to be very dangerous so i'm trying to do these animations because i just want to put forth another vision for what this kind of vision for what this tech can evolve into <laughs> <laughs> you know of, of like what this uh what this tech can be used for and i think you know if you look at the history of cinema to give the quick the quick uh rant is uh yeah, real quick. If you look at the history of cinema, you'll see that it started as a novelty. There were these devices called kinetoscopes where you'd pay a quarter and you get to see these like 20 to 30 second films. That was it. You'd, you'd pay your nickel and you'd leave. And that was it. By God, did you see the moving picture? Yes. Do, do you guys think that like people would get stoned and then go watch those things for th 30 Probably. seconds? Almost, like, that yeah. was their activity. But it was on opium at the yeah, time. Yeah, opium <laughs> yeah, or yeah. absinthe. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, yeah. it, it took... 
artists and storytellers to get a hold of this medium for it to evolve into what we now call cinema. It was literally magicians like George Millais inventing editing where they mm, would have yeah. a cut in the film and to the audience it was a trick it was an illusion it was it was not a real thing that happened but that's how editing was discovered and like the language of cinema evolved from artists and storytellers and like i think if we can put more vr stories and you know like leading artists first rather than tech bro first with this tech mm. um i i think that has the potential to shape it into a, a better medium to tell stories in and you know, well, I mean, also, if you yeah. look at if you look at just art, art, most art and film in general, like film wouldn't be very interesting without those artists leading leading the charge. Look at how Genuinely. many amazing movies were made in the seventies, eighties, and like right? yeah, even right. the nineties. And I it's mean, it's all it ebbs and flows too, because even like the the seventies was a uh, backlash against the big studio films in like the fifties and sixties being so cookie cutter. Like it became a studio yeah. system that was just this this um, like assembly line of like how to make a movie. And that became just so dry of artistic vision that you had filmmakers, uh, you know, like uh, Scorsese in the 70s and Francis Ford Coppola making these like more not studio friendly movies. But um, uh, yeah, no, it, it just became, the, you know, this this artist versus studio or like big tech, big the, the fighting the man kind of battle. And I think VR is kind of in the same way mm. right now of like, once it gets into the hands of artists and creators, then it can start to evolve into what it will become eventually. Right. So much like the people getting high and watching those uh, those 20 second short films, we're able to eventually get high and watch feature films. There you go. Hopefully one day we can all get high and watch your spatial animation. Oh, yes, but until then, we can get stoned and scroll on Zach's TikTok. <laughs> so how can we find you on as Know the Robot? How can uh, listeners find you so they can help support this stream of yes, yours? Yes, thank you. And um, the stream of ours yeah. by Roxy. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on YouTube. My YouTube channel is called Know the Robot. Uh, I'm also on Instagram and TikTok. It's no underscore the underscore robot on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, but I make 3D art, animations, and then on YouTube and TikTok now, uh, do animation discussions on feature films and animation breakdowns and stuff like that. But all in leading up to the eventual, uh, hopefully, Kickstarter for my VR project um, to try to direct people towards that one day. But until then, it's animation breakdowns and art and bionicle animations because it's my page and I can do what I want. And it's fun. And it's, it's fun. a lot of yeah. good stuff on there. Yes. Well, well, Nick, I, I think <laughs> I think you and I certainly learned something. Yeah. Uh, learned a thing. Would you, would you say, yeah, we learned nothing? Learned no thing. Yeah. No... Well, I did learn that Zach is a liar because he refused to pick a favorite. And <laughs> yeah, I know it's not true. Pepper. And I don't even know if it's me. I, I know it. that he didn't say it wasn't. I'm not saying yeah. that. He didn't say me either, so I mean... Yeah. Uh, all right, well... Um, I'm sure he likes aspects of both of us. Yes. I'm sure he... Well... Yeah, some aspects. Some, yeah, well, thank, thank you. you for having me on this wonderful fireside chat with oh, all yeah, these should, cats yeah. roaming around. Oh, and, no, they slept and, for a while, yeah, but... I see that. No. Yeah, now we're like... Oh, if the cat wants to stop recording, uh, you can go ahead and Pepper, do that can too. You, uh, can you hit, you up, hit that so we don't have to get up? Pep. The red button, Oh, Pepper? now you don't want to get Pep. up? No. Okay, well. Pep. <laughs> All right, well, do a good chat. Great yeah. to get to, get to know you. Don't do yeah, that, Pep. Um, <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that was fun. Yes. Yeah.